Welcome back to Scarlet and Mays, the week of the game. It used to be one of the most exciting times of the year for me. It's not anymore? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, but before yeah. we get into that, we have right, to right, take right, a look right. at the week behind. Ohio State, mm, they did not do well in the second half. Ohio State, <laughs> 56. Michigan State, 7. I actually, I'll let you go first, but I did see... You shared something, and I had a few people go, Michigan State uh, kept it even in the second half <laughs> like with their starters against Ohio State's backups and yeah. third stringers. Cool. And it was still just 7-7. Great work. <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay, so MSU fans always try to push this game as the real rivalry in the Big Ten. I saw multiple tweets about this leading up to the game. Didn't see any after the game, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the only weight that MSU has on this argument is they beat OSU – more than anyone in the Big Ten since 2012. That's twice. <laughs> cool. Um, that's since Urban Meyer was the head coach. Um, and they're 0-6 since 2016. I don't think that makes it a rivalry. Um, yeah, that I think team, it's because they want to be one of the big boys. They don't know how to be because yeah. they're not, so they try to be Michigan. And what that is is Ohio State's biggest rival. Anyways. Right. Well, and more about that, your team and MSU have actually beat Ohio State the same amount of time since 2000 which hmm. is multiple less than Purdue. So if anyone should be Ohio, should be replacing your team as Ohio State's rival, it should be Purdue. Yeah. Um, another fun comparison between Purdue and MSU is they actually have the same amount of wins against Ohio State in the history of college football. Interesting. Um, anyway, the game, I hope Spartan fans listen to me by listening to Adele's new album because <laughs> uh, it just wasn't a game. <laughs> The second week in a row now where it was halfway through the game and I thought, if we wanted to, we could put 100 points on, up on this team. Easily could have. Um, C.J. Stroud ripped every bit of hope MSU had coming to this game. Big Ten championship hopes, playoff hopes, and Kenneth Walker's Heisman hopes all gone. And Three incompletions, six touchdowns. And one half. In one half. Absurd. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. terrifying. I mean, and I don't know, like, Ohio State's defense balled out, but I'm, I might be more impressed with how good, I mean, Ohio State, did I say Ohio State's defense? I don't know. Ohio State's offense balled out. But I might be more impressed with their defense because MSU has a good offense. They have one of the best offenses in the country. And they still, even with the backups and third stringers playing in the second half, the whole game gave up seven points, and the starters gave up zero. And Well, I think I mean, part, it, of, part of the... The appeal of Michigan State's offense is you don't know if they're going to run or pass. And then once you're down 28 nothing in the first quarter, you can't really run anymore. Right. But. Yeah. Um, the last thing I had was this This is the week that uh, the SEC decided that we're just going to play FCS schools. The Citadel. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee State Tech University Southern, <sighs> you know, teams like that. Well, the weirdest part about it was they kept showing the scores of those games while I was watching the Ohio State MSU game, and I kept thinking, hmm, those scores are pretty close. Even though Ohio <laughs> State was playing a top ten team, I don't know. Ohio State looks pretty good to me right now. Yeah, and the SEC looks. Eh. Uh, Ohio <laughs> State had three times the first downs. They had, I think, almost three times the yardage. They had like four hundred y- more yards. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, it was just. I mean. There's not much to say yeah. about the game. Uh, they both were who I thought they were, probably who we both thought they were. They didn't – They didn't. Garrett Wilson and Olave didn't both go for 200. But yeah. Garrett Wilson, Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba all 
had yeah. over 100 yards. I thought about that as well. Uh, I'm glad we can stop talking about MSU being ranked so high while being outgained and almost losing every week. Um, on to the portal for MSU to try to find another diamond in the rough at running back. Well, they better find a diamond in the rough at defensive back. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I hope Jaden Reed goes pro. Uh, He's really good. Five-star LSU cornerback just entered the transfer portal. I saw that. Give him a call, Mel Tucker. Yeah, they can switch places. Um, <laughs> uh, Michigan 59, Maryland 18. Last week I said... If we're talking about this game much, then we're in trouble. Uh, I don't have much to say. Right. Um, Donovan Edwards broke out in the passing game. Uh, he broke the freshman record, I think, for receiving yards in a single game. Broke right. the running, right, running back record. No, like the, just oh. as a freshman. Wow. Um, which was awesome to see. Michigan did a throwback on a kicker turn that made me wonder, like, why are you doing that now? Uh, but after the game, Harbaugh said that Maryland, they, like – it's a Maryland yeah. thing. They do it a few times a game. And so they're like, all right, it was a hot audible all game. If yeah. they do the short kick, we're doing this play. So then, Yeah, I was going to say, I watched that play, and I was, when, you, when you had said that in the chat, why I do it now instead of Ohio State, against Ohio State, I was thinking it looked like it was more of a thing that Maryland was susceptible yeah. to. I do. So that, Jay Harbaugh is the special teams coach. He was written off immediately and since uh, as a nepotism hire. But honestly, he's been a great recruiter. He's been a good coach coach wherever he's coached like running backs tight ends uh special teams i'm a big fan of jay harbaugh yeah uh he's they blocked another punt they block punts pretty regularly good job jay harbaugh i, I love you <laughs> i'm i mean I'm, a, I'm just excited for the real game this weekend maryland's maryland and this is, this is what i expected from a really good team 59 to 18 yeah uh big 10 players of the week offensive is is uh, um, Kenneth Walker the third? Wait, no, it's not. It's uh, Peyton Thorne. No, he completed 33 or something percent of it. Oh, C.J. Stroud, 32 of 35, 432 yards, six touchdowns, basically in one half. Yeah. I'm just mad. Here's my one. I'm upset with this because I said that he could throw for 1,000 yards, and he could have, and they didn't. Yeah. Why'd they bench him? I, Come on. I mean, I get benching him. It's late in the season. It's a long season, and you want to stay healthy. But why not let him get one more touchdown to break the record? <laughs> it's like a six-way tie right now for <laughs> the most touchdown passes in a game in Ohio State history. And it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's him, Fields, Haskins, Barrett, a couple other guys, I think. I wonder how many of those were against Michigan. Anyways, Defensive Player of the Week, Isaiah Gay from Illinois. This is really weak, honestly, yeah. but it's all there is, I thought. Ten tackles, five and a half for loss, one sack. Yeah, I mean, nothing. I looked at the other games, and there was not really anything, but right. that's kind of a bummer. Uh, really, we should just give it as a team to Michigan State. <laughs> uh, our pick standings updates. So <laughs> I actually believed in Ohio State more than you, so I got the extra point. Oh, yeah. So I went 8-0 and with the extra point. You went 7-0, and really hard week. <laughs> so I'm 82-21. and You're 82-22. and Wow. So 79.61%, 78.84%. But I was thinking maybe I should get an extra point because I said Wisconsin over Nebraska by one score, and yeah. you said Wisconsin over Nebraska by more than one score. So maybe I should get 83-21. and I should get an extra mark there. I don't think so. It's too late. 
Uh, rapid fire turd pile picks Penn State at Michigan State. For the record, Zach put this game on the turd pile. <laughs> But I also can't think of a reason for it not to be. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're both out of the East race. Penn State, what? They're six and five. I'm pretty sure that's their record. I'm not even sure. I, they have three uh, conference losses, right? Maybe more. Who cares? They're out of the race. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, I honestly went back and forth on this game. Penn State's defense is good, uh, but I don't know if their passing offense will be good enough to properly expose Michigan State's defense. Yeah, Penn State's new backup looked good. Look, but it was against Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, I got Penn State. Look, if Jahan Dotson can go for 200 yards, I like Penn State it's, here. If any quarterback is going to look good, this is the team to play against. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, like, I like MSU to back, bounce back here. I think they'll get the win at home. Oh, boy. Separation I mean, as as, already. As long as James Franklin is the head coach and they're playing a ranked team, it's hard to pick Penn State. Yep. I'm with you. Is Michigan State still going to be ranked after the I'm just they'll, joking. They'll still be Northwestern at Illinois. I got Illinois. This is a fun one. I mean, I got the Wildcats here. Winning Do you really? Road. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're going to even out. <laughs> so we're tied. <laughs> Indiana at Purdue. I got Purdue. Yeah, I mean, that one's an easy one. Purdue. Indiana's right. terrible. Friday, Iowa at Nebraska. We're out of the turd pile, but yeah. only technically – Iowa at Nebraska. Nebraska's favored. If Iowa wins, they win the West uh, with a win and a uh, Wisconsin loss. Yeah. So this I is got an important I- game. Iowa by one score. Yeah. Nebraska is favored. This has got to be the first time, like, completely lopsided records <laughs> where the team with the tor- terrible record is favored. That's got to be one of the first times ever. That's like, crazy. Nebraska's like 3 and 8, and I think Iowa's 7 and 4, uh, the opposite, almost the opposite, and Nebraska's favored, but. Who did you pick? Iowa. I actually like Nebraska here. Oh, they my god! They gosh. finally get it done against the ranked team. All year long, this is we've been dead low. even. Yeah, I like Nebraska here. Last week, we had literally all the same picks. Yeah. This week, none of the same, pretty much. Uh, we had one the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maryland at Rutgers. Bowl eligibility on the line. Five and six, five and six. I yeah. got Maryland. I love like Shiano at home. <laughs> I got the Scarlet Knights. Oh, let's, let's go. go. This is fun. Wisconsin at Minnesota. So, if Wisconsin wins, they win the West. Yes. If they lose, it's potentially chaos. It depends on Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, if, I got they, if they lose to Minnesota and Iowa loses Nebraska, and we're assuming Purdue's going to be Indiana because they really should, it'll be a four-way tie for the West, sending Minnesota to the conference championship. If that happens, and if Michigan beats Ohio State to go to the Big Ten – I'm getting a PJ Fleck row the boat tattoo. <laughs> uh, game of the year. Uh-huh. Not, Not just game of the week. Game of the, week. Yep. Game of the year. Ohio State at Michigan. Harbaugh called it a playoff game today. Yeah, I mean it's it's a playoff play in game. Yeah. It's the it's the real Big Ten championship game in my mind. I mean, he's not wrong. Um, I actually think this is Ohio State's toughest game of the all year. I know a couple weeks ago I said Purdue was the team I was Even most Oregon? worried about. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, mean, they lost. Like, okay. So you think Michigan's going to win? No. I just got you all flustered. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the toughest game of the year because, I mean, because Michigan's better than Oregon was at the time. Michigan's better than Oregon is now. Yeah. But Ohio State's also a lot better than they were at the time. But, yeah, that being said, 
Um, the more I look at the numbers, I think Michigan's a tougher opponent than Purdue. Ohio State's run defense is one of the best in the country, but they oft often get a big lead, and the teams have to rely on the pass. And Ohio State's run defense is still very good on against runs, runs per carry, but they haven't really been worn down by teams where they just keep running it and keep running it and keep running it because they don't stay in the game enough to do that. Mm -hmm. I think if Aiden Hutchinson and David, Ajab David Ajabo can get after Stroud, it'll be a good game. But I still like the Buckeyes. Ryan Day is great at exploiting weaknesses, and all eyes will be on Ohio State's pass game and how to stop it. But I think Michigan's run defense is suspect, and Ryan Day will find a way to exploit it. And I think um, Travion Henderson will go for 200 yards, and Ohio State will win by 14. 14. All right. <clears throat> in Cade McNamara's first real game time, he came in last year for Joe Milton against Rutgers, down 17. He threw four touchdowns to lead him to a win. After the game, there's a video of Cade's speech to the team, and he says, among some other stuff, what happens if we win out, huh? After uh, Michigan got another ref job in the Michigan State game this year, the way Michigan has responded since, what happens if we win out, huh? Mm -hmm. Fielding Yost said, true loyalty is that quality of service that grows under adversity and expands in defeat. Any street urchin can shout applause in victory, but it takes character to stand fast in defeat. One is noise, the other loyalty. Wow. Urban Meyer has a quote too. It's just not suitable for YouTube and I don't want this episode taken down. <laughs> uh, he's a pervert. It's not about Michigan, but let's move on because he left Ohio unceremoniously. Jim Harbaugh actually has a quote about Urban Meyer. He said, Urban Meyer's had a winning record, really phenomenal everywhere he's been, but also controversy follows everywhere he's been. Let's move on from Urban to the game at hand. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I'm conflicted. So what Ohio State did to Michigan State made me think, made me say, Ohio State wouldn't pull Stroud in the second half against Michigan. But also, Don Brown is gone. Michigan's defense isn't as hilariously awful as Michigan State's. I think Michigan's best option is probably to take a lot of clock when they're on offense but be multiple in their attack. I'm not saying just try to army it three-yard gain, three-yard gain, three-yard gain, three-yard gain, but take time in between each play. As few possessions as possible, but more importantly, Michigan can't settle for field goals. They need to be aggressive on fourth down, especially if the defense can't get stops or is struggling to stop Ohio State's eight NFL receivers. <laughs> Yost makes me want to have enthusiasm heading into the game. I really, like, I... I, I've been calling it the inevitable parasitic hope, but I actually want to have hope now. I really do. It feels less inevitable and parasitic right now. It really almost feels like my hope for Michigan has been dead since the game in 2018, but I swear I just saw it move. <laughs> like, I'm like, there's no hope, there's no hope. And then I'm like, wait a minute, did he, did he just take a breath? Wait a minute, did he just turn his head? Uh, I want so badly for it to be alive, but 2018 actually traumatized me with the game. I was It's the first time in so long I was confident heading in. It was terrible. This is the third time in seven years that the season has come down to the game, and it's how it should be. I think next year is going to be the same thing, but we're not talking about next year, Zach. <laughs> Big 2, Little 12, no one cares about Michigan State beating Michigan. 
outside of East Lansing, go crying to a pillow about all the disrespect Michigan State is getting, if you do care. Part of me wants to buy all the way into what Kate is, has been saying all year, that this team is different. Part of me wants to try to protect my slim picks lead, my, my slim lead in our percentages. Hey, we wouldn't have to worry about it with how many differences we have. I know. But what happens if we win out, huh? Michigan by seven. Go wow. blue. Wow. Go blue. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I have a question for you that's off topic. We've talked we've discussed this before. It's not in our notes. It's yeah. not on the if I feel I'm I've told you I've I'm a little bit jealous at times thinking about the fact that like it's like, yeah, we beat Michigan again. Cool. But for you guys, someday <laughs> someday it's going to happen. It might be Saturday, it might be twenty years from now. Michigan's going to beat Ohio State again. It's going to happen at some point. Yeah. I feel like that moment is going to be so meaningful and cool. It's like, like we did it. We finally did it. How, how do you feel about that? I would gladly trade places with you. That's yeah. all I would say. <laughs> I, uh, no, it, it hopefully will be good. Honestly, uh, it, uh, whatever. It'll be really nice. Hopefully I'm alive for it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, hopefully honestly, it's a Saturday. It's, but it's more like... It's more of like this huge relief and not like uh, we climbed this mountain. We achieved it's, something it's, huge. It's like, oh, we beat this team that's been beating the crap out of us for 20 years. What are you saying? It doesn't feel good to let out a big old turd? I'll let you know next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, okay, that was a little bit of an exaggeration by me saying, oh, we beat Michigan again. I love it when we beat Michigan, and I get excited every year for it. Which is what makes this the game. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, it's been since 2011, and I still every year get so excited for the game. And I mean, honestly, most years I'm like, could this be the year that Michigan does it? Usually not. The only time I was comp, like, the only time I was like, mm, yeah, not a chance was the year that you had your most hope for some reason was 2018. Yeah, revenge tour. <clears throat> yeah, revenge tour. I was like, yeah, not a chance. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things nobody is talking about. Uh, I'll go first. Honestly, seriously, no one is talking about the good of Jim Harbaugh. Even yesterday, I was talking to a friend that's a state fan, and I said, as Marquette basketball got destroyed, now Marquette fans can stop pretending Shaka Smart is a good coach. <laughs> and he responded with, imagine thinking Harbaugh is a good coach. So, let me remind you what he took over. Brady Hoke was 12-13 and 13 his last two years, each of his last three years having a worse record than... The year before, Rich Rod was 15 and 22. Harbaugh took over and has won 72% of his games. This is admittedly an indictment on Michigan football, but Hoke obviously went into the game with one or fewer losses. The game against Ohio State, zero times. Rich Rod, zero times. Lloyd Carr, here we go, three times in 13 years. Did wow. Lloyd Carr go into the game against Ohio State with one or fewer losses? Gary Moeller, two times in five years, and then Bo Schembechler 12 times in 21 years. Are you ready for this? This is the third time in the last five full seasons that the, the division is coming down to the game under Jim Harbaugh. It is the third time that they'll have one or fewer loss. I mean, they'll have one loss each time, but one or fewer loss heading into the game. And I mentioned it before. But uh, if the trouble with the snap fluke one-in-a-million play doesn't happen, it's four out of the last six. 
He obviously hasn't gotten it done because 2016, that was a little asterisk there, 2016, <laughs> 2017, they almost beat Ohio State. They got the ball with uh, time left down one score, and we were talking about it right beforehand. I was glad it wasn't an actual drive because I go, okay, Michigan has a shot. John O'Corner quarterback, and like the first throw was a pick. And I was like, yeah, it's over. Okay, let's move was, on. My favorite part about that game was when uh, – was it JT Baird at the time? Got hurt. Yeah, it was JT Baird got hurt, and Dwayne Haskins came in and threw a dot on third down for first Was time. it that game or was it uh, the year after? I don't remember. I just remember Devin Gardner going out onto the field. So I think it was before when Barrett, I don't know, whatever. Barrett probably got hurt a bunch of times. <laughs> he did, actually. Yeah. Things uh, no one is talking about? Um, Alabama will beat Georgia in the SEC championship game because they both suck. I mean, I feel like everybody keeps saying <laughs> Georgia's winning that, Georgia's winning that, but no. Alabama's going to win that game because all think Georgia's got is defense. Alabama has looked less impressive than Georgia to me. But. Yeah, they have looked less impressive because they suck. Yeah. And Georgia's looked impressive because the SEC sucks and they nobody can score on them. I will say, I don't remember how many weeks ago it was that you said Ohio State-Georgia in the uh, championship game, and this week we get to find out you're wrong. Viewer <laughs> questions, realistically, does Michigan have a shot against Ohio State? And what's Adam's fear level for Saturday? And what does Michigan need to do to win? I'll let you, I mean, I'll let you answer what you got first. Okay. So what I got first is your fear level, and no, I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about your <laughs> yeah, fear yeah. level. Um, so that team up north is a very good team. Do they have a shot against OSU? I mean, technically everyone has a shot against OSU, but until they show well, me, well, not can, Michigan State. I mean, they technically had a shot. <laughs> I don't but know until, that they until did. they show me they can do it. I won't believe it. It's mm -hmm. dumb as it sounds. It's been ten years. They don't have a shot until they do it. Um, what does Michigan need to do to win? They need to have the run game going and the pass rush rushing. Which, I mean, they both, they're both they very good at both those things, but Ohio State's very good at the opposite of those things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that fear is the right word for it because I know what to expect. So, like, fear is a word I'd use for lesser games that I expect Michigan to win to describe chances of an upset. Like Appalachian State. Yeah, I didn't have a high fear level. I should have. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not particularly optimistic because 2018 really did crush my soul and I have bad feelings about 2016, because it kind of solidified for me that if Michigan and Ohio State are in a close game, Michigan can get blatantly and obviously shafted on national TV with no repercussions. Uh, maybe we should have an episode... So either way, they're getting shafted. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we should have an episode talking about that game and how that one game fuels my hatred towards officiating in all sports more than the rest of my entire life as a fan of sports. Seriously, Tim Donahue-level nonsense went on in that game, except even more plain and evident, and nothing happened as a result. It is what it is, but I think to immediately write it off as whining without refusing to look at, or while refusing to look at the specifics surrounding that game is dishonest and sparty-like, we could say. Uh, Michigan needs to get touchdowns, lots of touchdowns, they need to get pressure on C.J. Stroud. Can they? This, this is what sucks. It honestly comes down to officiating because Michigan literally has the, past, the best pass-rushing duo in the country and is averaging something like one holding call per game. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. Every single game, I'm watching Hutchinson and Ojabo get tackled to the ground in front of the quarterback, in front of an official, and no flag come out. They cannot get a flag. Seriously, if I'm Ohio State... 
I'm telling the offensive line to hold any single time they feel like it might be beneficial. So if you're blocking your guy and you've got him, great. If you start to see him, tackle him. Hold them because it, a flag is not coming if the season, if this game is officiated, the rest of the season is officiated. You can say, but they could call holding on every play of every game. But A, that's not true. And B, until you watch Aiden Hutchinson and David Ajabo play every week and see what happens to them right in front of the officials every week, I don't want to hear it. Michigan's biggest key on defense is pressure on Stroud, and it's unfortunately dependent on flags coming out. As an aside, if we're not going to call holding when we see holding, at least put it in the rules. Like we could say, we're going to throw a flag each hold, but only give yardage one out of every three or something. They, they don't want to slow it down. We can throw holding every play. I don't buy it, but whatever. The flags uh, come out to show when we see it, and then the yards are assessed every third of the time. Or, you know, just enforce the rules and make the teams adjust. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous how many times holding has been happening and how few times holding has been called that's what michigan needs to do to win the game is pay the freaking refs to do their jobs <sighs> is mel tucker still worth 95 million dollars or was it too soon isn't he a defensive specialist i'll go first <laughs> here we go my initial reaction to mel tucker getting 95 million dollars over 10 years was thinking about all the times I was told by state fans that Harbaugh was overpaid at $5 million a year because he hasn't won anything, okay? Those folks seem awfully excited about paying a guy with one winning season nearly double that, but cool, I guess. Uh, I've actually had some calm conversations with a few Sparties about it, and they made an honest good point. Zach, has Mel Tucker earned $9.5 million a year for 10 years yet? Obviously no, but Michigan State feels like he could end up worth it, and they're willing to take their shot to keep him from going to a bigger school. Yeah, I appreciate that honesty. It's a roll of the dice, but they think, uh, but they like what they've gotten from him so far. So the options are really they can hope he can keep it going, or they can try to find another third option on their coaching list hires. Uh, that got outgained nearly every single week on the way to a miraculous, miraculous and asterisk nine and two record. Uh, it's a gamble, but they think it's a gamble worth taking. It's yeah. not, not my money, so I don't care. Uh, let's see if he can strike gold in the portal again. Like I've said, I don't know uh, for sure that they needed to make him the second highest paid coach in all of football, but cool, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he ends up closer to Nick Saban or Charlie Weiss. Let's go. Uh, to answer the second question, isn't he a defensive specialist? So Mel Tucker is a DB. He played defensive back. He's been a defensive backs coach and or defensive coordinator at every single coaching stop he's ever had. It's not surprising to me that they struggled on defense this year. It is surprising that they literally have the worst passing defense in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, I read that MSU basically tried the Don Brown defense on Saturday against <laughs> Ohio State. Uh, which, if true, they should be asking whoever's decision that was to take an IQ test and resign, because that's absurd. <laughs> Zach? Yeah, I mean, I say a lot of similar things. I think a big factor was MSU feels like he's their guy for their future. The contract wasn't about one game. It wasn't about beating Michigan. It was about what he can do in the future and what they believe he can do in the future. And I think an even bigger factor was LSU, Florida, and USC are all looking for new head coaches this offseason. 
and L there was rumors about his name has been thrown around for all three of them, and especially LSU. And do I think he's overpaid? Yes. Um, do I think he would have been overpaid by one of those schools as well if they didn't pay him? Yes. Yeah. Last viewer question. What would you say? This is from uh, Zach. What would you say <laughs> if I told you in September that as of November 21st, Michigan's football team would have fewer losses than the basketball team? So I picked Michigan football to go 9-3, and three, but I also predicted Michigan basketball to struggle early on as they got their footing and got used to their personnel. I also said Michigan could lose to Seton Hall, and then we didn't talk about the Arizona game. Uh, but I told my wife beforehand, don't be surprised if Michigan loses this game. The biggest red flag long-term for the basketball team right now is that Caleb Houston is shooting like Adrian Nunez. Yeah. If you don't watch basketball, it's not good. Uh, Eli Brooks has been the only good shooter. Devontae Jones has been okay. It's honestly been close to the worst-case scenario that I just laid out. Uh, I think on the last basketball episode or the one before, um, and I hope they get it together. But, yeah, tweet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. Uh, first by Alejandro Zuniga. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. You're not <laughs> watching. Uh, touchdown scored by backup quarterbacks on Saturday. Ohio State, zero. Michigan, one. Go Blue. Uh, yeah, I'll let you go, and then I'll do my second okay, one. Okay, so my tweet of the week is, it's a quoted tweet from 2015. So there was an article that was put out that Cardo Jones, who was the quarterback for Ohio State at the time, visits a kid in the hospital to play video games, beats him 95-31, to 91-35. to 35. Wow, I mixed that up, bro. That's all right. Beats him 91-35 to 35 in NCAA football, and then Cardo Jones tweeted the article and said, man, I wish everyone stopped saying I beat a kid in the hospital in 91-35. It was 98-35, had 91 with a minute 26 left in the fourth. <laughs> and then during the game, during the Ohio State uh, MSU game, uh, Stuart Fiener, I don't know if I'm yeah. saying his name right either, tweeted Ohio State right now. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. And I think, I, think um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is Ohio State Saturday either, <laughs> just solely because a, a year and a half ago, Ryan, uh, Jim Harbaugh called out Ryan Day on a Big Ten call. And then for, got, for cheating. Yep. For accused of cheating. <laughs> accused of cheating. <laughs> and Ryan Day, um, in reference uh, to this, told his players that got leaked that um, he better watch his mouth or we'll hang 100 on him. That's not the quote exactly, but basically. He cleaned it up a bit. He better, better watch his mouth or we'll hang 100 on him. Yeah, which is great because a reporter called out Harbaugh for the same thing this year, and Harbaugh said, I wasn't aware that we need to shut it down, basically. So Ryan Day's response is, we're going to score 100 next time. Yeah. Uh, that just shows the mentality of the two programs and why we are where we are, I think. Uh, my second one, Michigan running back Blake Corum used his NIL money to purchase turkeys distributed in two Ypsilanti counties in what he calls giving back to give thanks. Well done all around, Blake Corum. That's cool. uh, I, saw, I saw a tweet um, similar to that of Ohio State players doing that too. That's I cool. doubt it. And all the fear-mongering <laughs> about the evils that the NIL would bring this was a potential outcome. It wasn't not talked it, I about. I don't think it was NIL though, but they were like feeding the homeless. Or the the money they were getting from Ohio State to go there, yeah. Also, <laughs> how do people pretend like there weren't and aren't still prominent schools <clears throat> that give their players money under the table? College football isn't pure, hasn't been for a long time. It's funny that we want to pretend that it is. Yeah. Players should get money. Uh, I my only 
My only problem with certain schools paying top players to go there is that I don't think Michigan does it. <laughs> uh, I think they should. But I think I, never mind. Yeah. With that, we'll see you next week. Well, either Zach will see you next week if Ohio State wins, or we will see you next week, and I'll be all smiles <laughs> if Michigan finally pulls it off. Uh, buy your we'll buy your we'll cider at Quality Dairy. We'll be jamming out to Mr. Brightside either way. So. <laughs> either way, we will. Uh, that's all the time we got. Follow, subscribe, uh, share, all that. We'll see you next time. Go blue. Go Buckeyes.